Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the List Wars podcast. My name is Michael Moran. I'll be your captain this evening. Here I got my co-pilot uh, right next to me, Will McKenzie. Howdy. That's all I got. Uh, and then we got head stewardess Matt Wyborski here what this the evening. Hell? <laughs> What's another plane job? Dude, you ever had a plane job before? <laughs> no, man. Planes hate me. They tried to kill me once. Never got the old PJ? <laughs> no. Oh, man, come on. This is a family-friendly show. Normally, like, we at least, like, <laughs> we have a few minutes where everyone's willing to listen, but I feel See, like we just so lost it. In my mind, a PJ is when you stand completely naked behind a plane and just let the air from the turbines just hit you, and it just gets, <laughs> it just gets you there. <laughs> It also results in your death via skin melting off. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh if you're weak. <laughs> yeah. If you're weak. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. We're doing another podcast. Um, a little, little bit of a late night cast. Um, it's good to have Borsk back. It's been a minute. Borsky, fun fact. You have been on our two most popular episodes. Hey, you know, if it keeps working, just keep running it back. <laughs> it's all that plane job talk. Uh, but yeah. Um, what were, what the, were those that, episodes? Uh, video games and party games, believe Ooh. it or not. Uh, yeah, and I think I'm just, I'm sometimes worried because you can see like who's listening to what or like how many people are listening to each episode every week or whatever. And every time I see somebody listen to romantic comedies i'm just like oh well we just lost another one it's uh <laughs> it's so if i if i bring it up as a joke enough then people will know that that's like it's it's funny because of how bad it is it was a very tired night kind of like we are now uh but yeah okay so good to have Boris back uh we got a zinger of a topic tonight uh first world tragedies literally have no idea what to expect we have not <laughs> talked about what that means at all oh uh <laughs> But wait, before I get into that, I, I'm forgetting. Um, <laughs> Will, your <laughs> lovely sister, Kate, sent my favorite email we've ever received. I nearly forgot about it. Uh, Borsky, quick question, quick primer on this one. Have you seen Little Women? No. What? <laughs> Somehow I expected that. <laughs> so, Borsky, you might, I mean, if you need to go get a beer or something, uh, Kate wrote us a small novel, and we, we're going to jump into it. Uh, listeners, I tend to leave a time code for when we actually get to the topic every week, so if you're not trying to stick around for that, feel free to jump ship, but I feel like, Will, we got we to gotta jump into this. Yeah, uh, she texted this- me, she listened to our Little Women podcast about the top five Little Women, and she called me afterwards. Is this like, is this like a show about midgets? What is this? <laughs> Borsky, you can't say midget anymore, man. Uh, You can't. (laughs) Wait, okay. Seriously, though. Okay, side note. Speaking of that, I under is I think little person is the correct term. I I think it's actually we actually are we are not allowed to dive into this. I I'm not going to be a part of this conversation. (laughs) All right, I'm uneducated, but to me that sounds like way more. That sounds like condescending. Like yeah, that sounds way worse pe- than I think midget. They're just people, Mike. We just we just lost all of our followers. Thank you. <laughs> oh shoot. Well, we are uh, you know good at not being offensive here. Um, sorry if you are a that. Don't make it you're, worse. You're gonna make it worse. Don't, don't, don't you're just do doing it. If you're that size, you're literally standing in right a hole in. with a shovel. <laughs> Tell us what to do. All right. Um, 
Okay, well, God. so back to, yeah, Little Women. It's a great movie. <laughs> but yeah, she wrote in and... Wait, sorry, Will, did, did you, were you going to say something else? Yeah, yeah, before you cut me off. Um, no, Boris cut you off. I would never. Yeah, it was more of a collective you. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, my my sister listened to it, and about 15 minutes into the episode, she called me angry. Um, <laughs> and then she called me again after she finished it, angrier, and she said, I just wrote a six-paragraph email to Michael. Um <laughs> I'm very yeah. curious what it says. Well, you, I mean, you, you call, don't have to read the whole thing. I I think we have to, but okay. you called you called your shot in that episode that you were gonna go extra antagonistic because I mm-hmm. was so in love with the girls. But yeah, yeah. You, so, so, there were some people. Our mutual ex girlfriend Natalie was a little upset. Um, but just just for for the, you God. digging on Emma Watson and Meg, and I think at the end of the day, the point is that. You know, the whole feminist point is that choice is okay, and if Meg wants to choose to marry a poor guy and settle down, it's okay, Meg. Well, yeah, and it's like if if like I want to go murder people, that's okay because it's my choice. (laughs) Um, Just because it's a choice doesn't make it a good choice. Just because it's a choice doesn't make it a good choice. Okay. okay. Just because we okay. have freedom to make choices doesn't mean they're all good. We can say like, "Cool choice." No, idiot. Move on. Uh, Read the letter. Idiot. That's strong. Okay. Um, sorry. I was that. Sorry. I'm halfway through this Coors Light and I feel great. I see the mountains are still blue. So blue. All right. Um. Okay. Sorry. So yeah. Uh. So she talks about how she has some spirited feelings. You know. Blah blah blah. Intro paragraph. You know how your sister gets. <laughs> Sob fest. I, I. I hope you're doing well. Exclamation mark. Like. Um. <laughs> classic things like that. Uh. So. Point one. I found it important to note. And again, Boris. Sorry if this isn't super exciting to you. And listeners, feel free to jump in. No, found this it is riveting. To note that both of you are the youngest siblings in your family. Do you think this made a difference in your rankings at all? I thought about that a few times as I was listening to your descriptions as Meg as the oldest and Amy as the youngest. By the way, I liked Amy a lot more in the movie than the 1994 version, but haven't seen the other film adaptations. But you at least felt a little sympathetic for her in this one, but not that much. We did, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Will was more sympathetic than me. Yes. Do you guys think being the youngest made you feel a little connection to Amy who always wanted to be concluded, even if she wasn't old enough or deserved it? But I digress. Will, do you think you loved Amy so much because you are the baby living in Kate McKenzie's shadow like Amy? The, you're not reading the email anymore, are you? Was no, that, no was that, that was me. That you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kate did not refer, refer to herself in the third person and ask if you feel like you're in her really shadow. Break, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, knock that one out. Also, but I mean, I, I get it. Uh, the the second and third time I saw the movie, it's easier to notice that Amy was in the shadow. Where like the first time I latched onto her, kind of just being angry and mean, and I, mm-hmm. I liked her less. Um, so yeah, I totally would feel like oh, as a younger sibling, I get how much it sucks to have your brother get the stuff he wants and yell at you. Um, mm-hmm. Also, when my mom and I saw it, we walked in like as the Joe stuff was finishing up with the copy editor and stuff. And Mm. it's amazing how much it seems like Amy's movie. Kind of, if you start with Amy in the carriage with Meryl Streep, it's like, it's like, cause you see just as much of her as Joe. Interesting take. Okay. 
Uh, number two, I like that you talked about Joe's hair and wanted to high-five you on your point. That was such a huge sacrifice. Even now, a lot of women's identity and self-esteem is derived from how their hair looks. And in a time where you didn't wear makeup, chopping off your hair was like losing your, femini your femininity. Femininity. Kudos to her. Yeah. 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 Uh, I agree. Uh, I didn't see Joe suggesting to Meg on her wedding day that they run away and now get married as rude or even serious. I see it as Joe realizing that her whole life is going to change and not wanting to grow up. Uh, she That's compares this to like Gatsby breaking the clock uh, and he and Daisy back in, in love. Um, and oh, wow. Okay. This is cute. I have a distinct memory of walking with my family after Will and Andrea's engagement. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we weren't walking two by two anymore. And for me, that was a really hard realization. And so she sympathizes with Joe for that reason. I get that, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. I, might, I want to be noted that my sister is much smarter than me and probably should have been. There are, there are many more people more qualified to talk about that movie than we were. Um, oh, yeah. And that's what she told me um, over the phone. So... Kate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thanks, Kate. Uh, and I want it to be known for the rest of the episode that we're not qualified to talk about any of this. So, yeah, we just like, make dumb, kind of plain... the whole point, though. Yeah, yeah. we got plain yeah. sex jokes. Yeah, uh, no, but I buy that for sure. As someone who's hyper nostalgic, like I identified with Joe in you know also the last one who's still single out of pretty much every single person who's been on this hot podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I kind of just want to hang out in Will's basement and make gangster cop movies and instead mm -hmm. he's like gotta get married and like pay taxes and move you telling me that you don't pay taxes <laughs> I don't because know. you're single i tried to think of adult things that's a bad example um okay uh one one last uh bombshell from kate i said i don't, I don't remember what it is uh i wish you guys would have delved into how Lori's love for joe differed from his love for amy even at the end when Lori tells Joe about their marriage, it still feels like there's a twinge of, I'll always love you. I liked how this character was played better than the other version. I also felt like Will was really hating on Joe for being good friends with Lori. What the heck? Exclamation question mark. On one side, I see that she was trying to lead him on, but why can't she be friends with the guy? And why is it her fault that he doesn't, that he wants more and she doesn't? Should none of the girls befriend him then? Borsky, so my Borsky thoughts okay. on this. <laughs> I I I don't even know what this is. Okay, so <laughs> there, I, isn't my, this like an important book or something? Yes. yes, but I will answer this question for you, Matt. Um, it is not it is not Joe's fault. It is not just on Joe, but there is a level to if the feelings are made known. Yes, it sucks for the girl one hundred percent, but it also. Like guys will, people will latch on to anything. Meaning, like mm -hmm. if they feel that love towards someone, they will latch to, on to anything. And so, I think that if you don't want to hurt that person, you have to detach from them slightly, even though that sucks. Um, but it is what's best for the other person if you truly care about them, not what's just best for yourself. Having a friend. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, but there, there's I, some I, you can care for them better by you know being clear and, and not leaving room for them to have their heart broken mm -hmm. this is the least funny three minutes we've ever done <laughs> 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 all right cool thanks kate for writing in uh love you kate if, 
everybody should see this movie because we'll probably talk. There'll be some segment about Little Women in every episode, it seems. Um, but yeah, people come here for the cold, hard uh, relationship like critique uh, and, yeah. and advice, right? That's what y'all are here for. No, you're here to hear about first world tragedies. What the hell does that mean? Um, we have not talked about this. Do you guys want to talk about what that means to you nope. or how you feel or no. just go into it? I just want right. to go into it and I'm just glad that it's not like third world tragedies because that would be way less fun. <laughs> <laughs> Water. What? Wait, that's the thing. is like anything that's like an actual tragedy, like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not like a first world tragedy. But then everything else, calling it a tragedy just makes me feel like a loser or like a douche, right? Well, that's know. the point, right? Yeah. It's like it to me, I interpreted this as like it's like Gucci problems. It's like it's oh, like okay. when uh, it's like when like Nicki Minaj or someone will get on Instagram and bitch about their private jet not being able to take off whenever they want. It's like okay, yep. that's just not like it's not a problem. But Does we obviously do don't have private jets, so just yeah. as like middle class people, what are the things that make our lives terrible? Yep. But in reality, not at all terrible because we live in the most prosperous and like epic time that has ever existed for mankind. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nikki's got to get her PJ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's cool. And so I I didn't think as much like first world problems. Actually, I guess some of mine kind of are. Mine were more like, well, we'll get into it. Uh, Will, I put your name first on our Google Doc. Do you want to mm. go first? Yeah, it, and I really did have a hard time differentiating between. I suggested we do top five pet peeves. And some of these lean towards that way. Yeah, they started um, to blend because that was in the mix. We had a few topics out there, and I, I noticed those mixing as well. But my lists are pretty different. Yeah. So you see, when I when I when I think of pet peeves, I think of like the thing that someone does that makes me want to punch them in the face that they definitely should not be punched in the face for. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is like the thing that will ruin my day that definitely shouldn't ruin my day. Got it. Well, mine blend for sure, and you'll <laughs> see that. All right, I'll start off. Um, a little precursor to this, I, uh, yeah, I have had a long month and a half of watching <laughs> every episode of Gilmore Girls, which I just finished today. Oh, um, nice! Never seen it before. Watched every episode with my wife, and we have become accustomed to this Netflix world of being able to skip the intro. So my number five pet peeve is just intros Wait, in general to TV shows. That's so true. Wait, you said pet peeve. Yeah, whatever. First world tragedy. Whatever. It's the same thing. First <laughs> no, world tragedy is, is... They're so sh- different to me. I was okay. thinking like historical events almost. But okay, keep going. Oh, first world tragedy? Wait, no. First world tragedy for me if is If you mention Hotel Rwanda, I'm going to freak out. No, no, no. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> like rather than like, like a pet peeve, I guess like a pet peeve is like... Uh, I hate it when people don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom, but like a, a first world tragedy is like um, the Astros cheating in the World Series that time. Cause like that's a, that's tragic, but like that's not actually like important. Like people yeah. like. Okay, fine. I'll change it. No, don't change it. I'll rephrase it and say it is tragic that I cannot <laughs> skip every single intro. <laughs> Of every TV show, what is Amazon Prime doing? What is Hulu doing? What's HBO doing? I have to fast forward and hit that button? That's oh ridiculous. I want to hit a button that just says skip intro. That's Wait, so does true. Amazon really not let you do that? 
Uh, they do on your computer, not on a streaming device. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> wow. You're so deep in the media consumption what? that so you know device-specific skipping You watch scenarios. Amazon. You watch Jack Ryan on your phone? No, like on a computer. I don't watch Jack Ryan. That show's trash. What, Dude, you're what, trash. Oh, well, on a computer is when you said you, you could skip the intro. Yeah, you can, you can skip, but you can't do it on a streaming device. I'm saying... Like on like a Roku or something. There you go. Oh, see, okay. I'm not a or TV like your guy. TV smart apps. I legitimately never want to have a t- like TV smart TVs are the worst. If I ever have a TV, it's just gonna be a computer plugged into it. Dude, it's That's basically stupid. impossible. So, so I'm a hundred percent on that. It's actually just Im- almost impossible to buy a TV that isn't a smart TV these days. It's super annoying because, like, to me, like I'm a huge chromecast guy like i think mm-hmm. rokus are for literal cavemen like why would anyone like why would literally anyone own anything other than a chromecast like i don't want to use this crew. like i don't want to use this stupid remote and like have to type this in like anytime i see someone like scrolling <laughs> to like search for things on netflix with a remote i'm just like you literally like have to pedal your car to work uh, so like i don't want those stupid apps i just want my chromecast but it's just like impossible to get a tv without them now yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fred okay. Flintstone over here. <laughs> I'm gonna back up. Uh, so you use your phone to search through Netflix, correct? Yeah. Do you no. always know what you're gonna watch? Meaning, do you type it in or do you ever browse? Wait, yeah, use but your I, like, phone. I can still browse on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, but you still have to click a button. You still have to click a button there, big guy. Oh. Yeah, but like when I want to search for what I want to watch, I don't have to type like an ape with a remote going like across a keyboard. Just, see that's it's just it's just plug a computer into it and then use the mouse and keyboard and that's that's the perfect uh way to interact with an interface right yeah but then you, but then you can't cast and the casting is really nice uh you can cast because then your... it's like hey watch this youtube video and you're like cool 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 sit down at this desk and look it up for me it's like no i just want to like dish it up from my phone like a well, g no okay yeah you can do that or you can also just have like you know, a wireless keyboard. It's okay. Either way. This is going to be a lot of us <laughs> complaining tonight, guys. Uh, we'll see how it goes. It'll hopefully be better than rom-coms. But okay, Will, sorry. Do you have, do you have more on this intro? No, or do we, do I just we... feel personally attacked by Matt. <laughs> Mr. Owns a car and has a Chromecast. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, wait, Will, do you have a Roku? Wait, you're a Roku yeah. user? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I <laughs> and, I, and I don't own a car and I take the bus like a layman. Oh, wow. yeah. Wait, yeah. do you really ha- take the bus? Yeah. That's bad. Actually, I would, I would love to not own a car. Oh, I'd love to not own a car. No, and have a Roku. Would... <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, this, that would be like a great first world tragedy is how much public transport sucks. I guess that's kind of like a real. Tragedy. I don't know. Dude, I, I mean, could, it can I could, be a first world tragedy. I, I, All right. I could talk for hours about the public transit system in the United States. It's ridiculous having hey, to take the bus every day. It's expensive. It's stupid. Elon's going to fix it all with his tunnels. Yeah. Side <laughs> note, his, uh, his baby mama's new album's out, and I'm digging the, the Grimes album. All right, Borsk, you got a first world tragedy for us? Oh, yeah uh my so again like to me these are the things that like ruin my day but they the fact that they ruin my day just shows how like rich of a country i live in uh so Mm -hmm. number five for me is when i'm traveling and i get to a hotel or an airbnb or whatever or i'm like laying on someone's couch that isn't mine 
and the pillow height is incorrect. <laughs> what the like, hell? Yeah, dude, <laughs> preach. Dude, like preach. If, if, a, if a pillow height is, like, like if it's too mean? tall, you're like, my neck is literally at a 90 degree angle. And then if it's too shallow, you're like, it's literally not even there. And then there's like the hotels where your head just like sinks straight through the pillow and you're like suffocating in the pillow. It's terrible. Yeah, dude, like preach. Like that one in Rwanda. <laughs> Yeah, so to me, unsatisfactory pillow heights is my number five first world tragedy. Yeah, okay. that's that is great. I agree with that. Uh, someone else's pillow, just in general, is always bad. Right. Like one, like and also when you're sleeping at like a friend's house or a family member's house, and they've got like the thinnest pillows in the world, I just lose all respect for that person. Yeah, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're basically having me sleep on a piece of cardboard with, like, another cardboard box for a pillow. Like, yep. I have a neck here. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I have I, a neck here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't think about the pillow height that much, but I'm really weird about my bed and and sleep space and stuff like that. Like, I, I bring pillowcases when I travel. I'm a change my pillowcase every night kind of guy. Like every wait, night? How many pillowcases do you have? Yeah. At your uh, house, you lot. change your pillowcase every single night. Yes. No, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> There's right. no way that you do that. Joey freaked out when he found out about this too. But yes, I do that. How many pillowcases do you own? Uh, a lot. Like, you know, more than 10. We used to have a roommate. Um, not <laughs> any of us, just me. None of us. El- wait. Did Boris, did you ever live with Kevin? Kevin Knopf? Yeah. No, no. He used to use two towels when he showered to dry Wait. off. <laughs> I do this too. But he would wash them after every use. Okay, wow. I don't wash them every use. Oh, I, but what do you do, use two towels for? Wait, you you guys both be, still rock a one one towel offense. You have a very small surface area. I should be the one using two towels. Yeah, I'm shocked <laughs> that you guys don't. Like no. we're adults here. I'm we not can that, do that. I'm not now. that fat. I I use two towels and a blow dryer. What do you blow dry? <laughs> My body. <laughs> your body. What are you like drying off your undercarriage with a blow dryer? Yes, I've been blow drying my balls since middle school. <laughs> Uh, I can't so, handle this. Like, um, in middle school, I'd always be so cold in the morning, I'd end up taking like a 40-minute shower, and I'd be late because I wouldn't want to get out of the shower. It was so cold. So I started bringing two towels in there so I could be warmer and dry faster. And I was like, why would I ever go back to one? I also, like I said, I'm weird. I got some weird germy things. I, I, Not that, like, any part after the shower is unclean, but I use one towel for the upstairs, one towel for the downstairs. And then I found my mom's blow dryer in the same bathroom oh, one day. I was sorry. like, this will just make this will just make it warmer and so i started blow drying my whole body and now i'm hooked it feels so good i got a lot that of is, hair that is the most ins- insane thing i've ever heard a human do <laughs> why you should try everyone should use two towels like i'm not gonna like anytime i like travel and i'm like in a place where i'm like they like get, leave me one towel i feel like a savage but isn't it like but you're using what like a towel below the waist and a towel above the waist it's not like a you do a first pass with a, a towel that gets like wetter and then a second pass with a dry towel just to make sure you're all dry. No, no, I put I wrap one around my waist and I wear the other one. I hang the other one around my shoulders. So it's like I'm wearing clothes. I don't have to just be get cold. a robe, dude. dude I have okay. a robe. But I don't want to get that wet. I have a, a follow up question. Uh, Michael, how long does it take you to dry off like out of the shower into clothes? How long is that process? 
I mean, it can be pretty quick when you got two showers and a, two, two towels and a blow dryer. But give me a minute. How many minutes? I, I'll time it tomorrow. Uh, like, because it feels you know. like it feels like you're like hanging out in the bathroom, like I for did. like an hour after yeah, you so, shower. So that's the other thing is then the blow dryer starts feeling so good that you don't want to stop blow drying yourself. <laughs> it's like the shower all over again. You don't want to get out of the shower because it's so warm and feels nice, and then you don't want to stop blow drying yourself because it's so warm and feels nice. <laughs> uh, okay but yeah i got can some we, weird can, things can, can yep. we please move on but so okay but I, I back before that conversation started i grabbed my pillow so i have a pillow and there's always this pillowcase under it so it's double bagged <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <And> I, you, <laughs> hold on you're and telling I, me you double bag your pillows and, and I, change the outer bag every I night ch i change this outer one every night and and then i change the one underneath like like every week or less frequently <laughs> the you the thing that your skin never touches you're just like changing <laughs> yeah. that all the time because well, like i feel like we change our shirts every night and you're on your pillow like about as long like a lot of hours you're all all over your pillow you're drooling you're greasing and greasing yeah <laughs> you're greasing. What is greasing? <laughs> he's greasing man <laughs> you know i'm just hey, i'm just greasing out i'm a <laughs> I don't know. You exist. Humans extrude grease constantly. Um, I want to move on so badly. Yes. Okay. That I thought this would be a really short episode, but we're we're taking our time. My number five, first world tragedy. Greater strawberry chip being a seasonal flavor. Please elaborate more because <laughs> I need you to. I, oh, I forgot that you love ice cream. It's the second best flavor that they make. I mean... Granted, maybe limited access is a factor here that's contributing to me feeling that way, but there's no reason that it should be only around for a month and a half every year. Greater strawberry trip, strawberry chip, good God. Absolutely incredible. I used to work there. Everybody would ask, oh, why why can't that be year round? Or they'd come in and order strawberry and say, hey, I wish that had chips in it. And I'd be like, well, come back in April. And uh, yeah, I love it every April. Uh, last April, it was April 16th. So the 17th was the first day of April that I hadn't eaten a pint of strawberry chip. So the first 16 days, I ate 16 pints. And I think it should be oh here year God. round. God, diabetes king over here. That's when I what hear they call about me. people like you doing that, I'm shocked that I'm the fat guy that I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, it's it's game fuel, man. Keeps me going. Uh, but I do love game fuel now that we're talking about it. <laughs> Dude, the, the that Halo 3, like, orange game Absolutely. fuel. Hey, well, that's more exclusive flavors. Why you got to do that, Halo? Come on, I'm looking at you, Girl Scout cookies. Disney Vault? What do you got in there, Waltz? Like, <laughs> probably some Nazi stuff. But let the movies out. We want to watch Bambi all year round. Come on. Oh. <laughs> the Disney Vault. Yeah, what is that? that. So that's yeah, strawberry chip. Make it year round. Have you? Have you guys have had strawberry chip, right? Yeah. Nope. Oh my gosh, Boris, we got to get you some. <laughs> I'll send you some this year. Thanks. I could also uh, go the one minute down the street to the graders. Yeah, that new nice one. Yeah, the huge one. I was there with my mom before we saw Little Women, or after. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Yeah. Full circle. It always comes back. Hi, Mom. My mom called me. I texted her during this. Sorry I didn't answer, Mom. I love you. All right, Will, you want to go back to talking about things? Hey, Mrs. Moran, if you're listening to this, remember that one time where Michael said that in eighth grade he started blow-drying his balls after a shower? <laughs> she knows. <laughs> I, I literally, How I go home. How does she know? 
I, can I go home now? And I say, Mom, where's the blow dryer? I get out of the shower and I yell. <laughs> Do you say, I need to blow dry my sack to her? Like, what? No, she, like, I've, she's aware. She knows. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, for, for, um, is it me? All right. Yeah. So my first world tragedy is when I can I'm trying to paint a, a word picture here is mm. you go to bed and you're super comfy and you're like, man, I'm going to snuggle up. I feel great. It's a little bit cold in here. I like to sleep cold. Two pillowcases. <laughs> like seven pillowcases. <laughs> <laughs> All the right height. Oh, um, and, and I, and I wake up in the middle of the night, just sweating, yes! covered in oh, sweat. I hate that. It's I can like, see in your eyes. That's so, what you're so saying. the reason this makes us the first world tragedy is because I'm in a very temperature controlled room that I am in charge of <laughs> right. and, and I'm under like an expensive comforter that's like like cozied up and it's exactly how I want it. And then I wake up and kick everything off and get angry at everyone in my life. <laughs> right. You're literally like you're too warm in your shelter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's, I've built a shelter around me in the, in the icy cold of, of Nashville, Tennessee. And for some reason I'm too warm. Dude. I hate that so much. That's a good answer. That's a like family feud. Good answer. Good answer. Also, a great example of greasing. You just greased all over your pillow that night. Look at that hair. <laughs> Michael, if you keep bringing up grease, and I'm going to grease all over you. <laughs> all right, man. I'm into it. I'm into it. I love it. I could go for a greasy PJ right now. <laughs> uh, you said I was the one not making this family friendly. I know. I'm sorry. I ran with it. Uh, sweaty bed. Oh, that- I, oh, I do not care. Uh, thanks. <laughs> You've listened to my other content. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So Matt used to run my favorite fantasy football podcast. He just retired, and I'm still not over it. Uh, but we don't need to focus <laughs> on that. Borsk, do you want to go with your number four? Yeah, number four. Uh, this hat. The, the reason that this is on my list is it literally happened to me, and I was just so angry, and I couldn't wait to just pop off on this. Freaking. I don't know how, as a society, we still haven't fixed this about making anything like, like when you're making a sandwich, right? <laughs> you got your turkey, you got your ham, you got your like lettuce and tomato, and you're just going to top that puppy off with a little bit of mustard or something. Mm-hmm. And then you turn it over and all that gross water just soaks the freaking <laughs> bread. Yep. Like, why does that shit come apart from the sauce? Like, just give me the mustard. Oh. Like, stop this crap. And I understand that I can like just shake it and make it, ha- I understand that there's a way for me to make it not happen, but I shouldn't have to do that. Technology uh. should solve this problem. I'm sick of my wet mustard bread. So are you, I feel like something that would be really good is, you know, those protein shakes shake uh bottles that have the little thing in it we should get those for ketchup <laughs> so you shake it up that would need to be like a like a one pound ball to shake it through a whole like <laughs> jar of ketchup wait wait what if they could just make it like a ketchup or mustard but it's like a stick of butter and you just wait spread like, it. so i have to like it's like hard and i have to like yeah it's like a it rectangle and you no, spread it. That doesn't fix it. Hey. Because it also changes the consistency. I don't want to bite through my mustard. Okay. Well, 
Maybe you put it in the toaster. <laughs> it melts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure one day someone will solve this problem for me, but as of uh, now... We're, we're, we'll keep workshopping it and figure it out for you, Matt. I, I literally threw away a piece of bread today because of how much mustard water was on it. And I was like, no, this is just not going in my body. <laughs> All right, for Will's, I wrote sweaty bed. For Matt's, I wrote mustard water. Feel free to type some of these in. Uh, okay, yeah, so this is this is a lot more pet PV. I mean, I'm excited about that. I like that we all think of different things. Um but my my next one's definitely like more of a point in time moment. And mine wait, sorry, Matt, were you done with mustard water? <laughs> or was there some more depth? <laughs> no, that's that's the that's the end of my rage. <laughs> okay. Uh my number four is the Game of Thrones series finale. Yeah. And yeah, that was an absolute tragedy. I almost Honestly, the entire last two seasons. Two seasons, I think, is a bit much, but yeah, most of those weren't as good as the rest. I almost don't want to like talk about it. I feel like we, as a as a species, are exhausted of about hearing about how people are pissed about this. Um, but I don't know. I've grown more sour on it as I've like considered rewatching the show. I used to say it wasn't as bad as Lost. But now I think it's worse because like Lost, I don't think they ever knew what they were doing or had. There's like no way to logically wrap up the like crazy mystery web they wove. And here I think they had a plan and a guy who knew the story and plenty of reasonable options and ways to wrap it up and like unlimited hype and money or whatever. And they just chose to rush it and make it the pace unreasonable and the character decisions unreasonable and people sad yeah i mean i thought it was an absolute tragedy because like i i even like to me i don't hate like the character decisions like like to me it was obvious that the only way to truly make the story any kind of like reasonable game of thrones things was that like Daenerys couldn't be be a good person at the end of it. Like yeah. she had to be do something crazy. And so like I didn't even hate that. I just hated like all the little things. Like the details just made no sense. Like all the like random fast traveling across the continent where like literally they would be up at the wall and then one day later they're in freaking King's Landing, which is like a multi-month journey. Well, and like well, all, so- all the just like blatant ignorance of the characters that happened where it's like you get surprised by boats when you're flying on dragons. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, all of that stuff made me really angry. It was yeah. just like the, the show writers just very clearly didn't think logically about anything. Yes. I, the the character stuff is, is more what upset me. Like, I'm fine hand weight. Like, we don't know the time in between episodes. I'm fine. Like, they don't want to show traveling for a bunch of episodes. But, like you said, like, Daenerys being a psychopath is... Like, that could be a cool ending, like, and seems like I, I could believe that if you made it happen at a believable pace and made these people make slightly more, like, true-to-the-character decisions that would lead her to that conclusion. Yeah, it, it, it did feel like it—they just accelerated it so fast. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, the, yeah, I mean, to me it was so bad that I refused to go rewatch the series, which, like, I used to rewatch it, like, once a year. Yeah, before up to the a new season. season. release. Same. And now I just like I, I did the same thing I thought about. I was like, you know what I should go do? Like I'll, I'll just brainlessly rewatch Game of Thrones. And I was like, no, because like I know that I have to eventually get to season seven and eight, and I will hate my life. 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of saying like, oh, you know, the the new Star Wars ruined the old ones, or like this a series like ruins something. But and the other seasons are still good, but it kind of does ruin like any mystery parts of those seasons, and that that mystery of like what things mean is something that added to the previous season's success. So it does it does hurt it, but yeah, yeah. I'm sad, and you know, I'm just shocked when things that have so much money and popularity like they could do so much more i feel like I, I don't know how difficult it is i watched the documentary and was much more empathetic toward everyone working on the show but whatever and uh in the movie equivalent that i almost said um but i didn't want to just have my list be like media i was disappointed in was crimes of grindelwald mm, Did you guys so, see bad. That? so bad so i'm i'm i cannot believe that exists like and that they're gonna make another one well, I, I hope that they're better. I, I'm fine to watch more Harry Potter, but I just don't know how who signed off on that. Like, honestly, J.K. Rowling post-2010 could be a first-world tragedy on this list. Do you think that Emma Watson ruined the series? No, she did not. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but you know who might have is her co-star from a movie that she is excellent in and the movie itself is excellent, Perks of Being a Wallflower, but Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller yeah. came in as the Inferi. He's fine. He, he's yeah, fine in that movie. I was just, I was just connected that they're both in there. But he shouldn't be alive in the second one. No, he, he, he exploded. Yeah, and then they just like he's back. Uh, and like that's not even. There's way worse stuff. Okay, but yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald. Love, okay. lovely. All right, I'll keep the movie train rolling. Ooh, um, not not movie per se, but. Uh, there was this beautiful time period. It was 2018. Everyone was happy. Everyone was loving everyone else. Um, PJs all around. And <laughs> and there's this beautiful that, thing. What? what? What, Mike? Wasn't that one of AJ's band names? PJ in the old days, yeah. <laughs> PJ, yeah. <laughs> PJs all around. Okay. Um, and there's this beautiful, beautiful thing called Movie Pass. Um, oh, and it was and, and and so if this if you don't know what movie pass is and all of you should is you paid ten dollars a month and you could see unlimited movies in almost every theater in America. And this went on for about eight to nine months. Mm -hmm. And if you jumped on the bandwagon early enough, it was glorious. And then someone realized, like, oh, wait, this is a really bad business model. <laughs> oh, we're making zero dollars. <laughs> And so then yeah. they started restricting the movies to only you could only see three a month. And then they restricted it more to where you could only see movies that had been out for like four weeks. And then the business went bankrupt. Yes. Um, yeah. And the first world tragedy is that it went bankrupt. Or maybe even the more um, tragic part of it all is that it even existed in the first place to get my hopes so high. Yeah. It was there was like a month and a half where I was just like I saw everything absolutely everything in theaters <laughs> and i paid nothing to see it and it was incredible that's awesome um yeah, uh, yeah. i was i was thinking of like um products and things that i was really disappointed in like they got canceled or went away and i wrote movie passes one that i wrote down i wish that existed now especially because it was theater agnostic right now yeah. my issue is i see movies at three different theaters so i don't want to buy into any different rewards program because yep. i won't get the money's worth um but th yeah the story of that app is insane like they were just hoping to like take theaters hostage by saying like if they got enough user base to say all right theaters you need to give us a cut of ticket sales because yep. uh, and then all the theaters were like f no like we'll just do our own 
but it was like insane. they were just sending so you had like the like the prepaid visa numbers and stuff yeah like uh i know my friends on campus they would use it to pay for their parking too because movie pass couldn't couldn't ever like be certain of the price of tickets so they would just put like enough like 15 dollars or a little bit more than a movie ticket could possibly cost and so people yeah. could like use the card to pay for their parking and stuff yeah it's insane that that exists and failed I know we're just, this is the, the thing we do is get off topic. Did you see the fallout of HQ Trivia at all in the no. last couple of weeks? No. You, do you guys know HQ Trivia? Did yeah. you play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trivia oh, HQ. My, so there's been so much, like, yeah, that was a fun thing. And there's been, like, a lot of drama with, like, hosts and stuff in the past. But it all, like, culminated. This is worth Googling. Uh, yeah, like, like two weeks ago. And... They had a buyer that was about, they're about to, it was the day of selling the company buyer backed out and they said, we can't continue shutting down the whole company. So the, like the host scheduled for that day, go on, do it drunk. They're dropping F bombs. <laughs> they're calling out the CEO. They're calling out the investors. It's like a three hour stream instead of whatever the 10 minutes it normally is. The grand prize is only $5. All the questions are about Taco Bell or McDonald's. And they're just like, <laughs> this guy is like having an identity crisis. He's like asking for someone to hire him. He's hammered. And like, it is hilarious. And there's still like tweets happening now of like the old host calling the founder a psychopath and saying, I hope you get help. And it's just an insane explosion wow. of a failed company worth looking up. That's, um, that's sorry. amazing. <laughs> Boris, did you have any thoughts on MoviePass? <laughs> I never had it. I, I don't see a lot of movies, honestly, like whether it's Netflix or in theaters, like I kind of, yeah. So then I was like, well, you know, the three, three or four movies that I see a year are going to be less than the $120 that I'll pay for this, you know, monthly thing. Mm -hmm. As long as I don't see it on a Roku, am I right? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. All right. Uh, Cool. So what is... I almost, I almost cut this one. Um, oh no, Boris, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I almost yeah, cut so your number three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a good feeling. Uh, my number three. This, this to me speaks of just the like pickiness of the of like the first world problems that like where you you just make a problem for yourself or like out of your excess. Uh, and it's when you are, you have quote unquote, nothing to eat in your house, but yet your fridge and pantry are both full of food. Yes. Like you could like, literally, if you got locked in your house, you'd be fine for two months. You have tons of food, but you're looking at it and it's like cans of beans and tomatoes and <laughs> soup and like, like just all those random things that you like always forget that you have that just kind of like accumulate that don't make a meal that you want in that moment. And Correct. so you have quote unquote, nothing to eat. And then you just like go to Chipotle. <laughs> yep. Like that is like, to me when I'm just looking at, I'm like having an identity crisis. I'm like, I need to eat something out of this. There is food here. And then I just break down and go to Chipotle or Taco Bell or something. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm too yeah lazy. Chipotle. I was just there. This day hey, back to that Joe March, not wanting to grow up thing. This is a, this is the adult world coming into play. Sometimes for me, grocery shopping is legitimately getting two things at Chipotle so I can eat one of them tomorrow. <laughs> like most days I have zero groceries in my house or food. I have like a box of Teddy Grahams right here. <laughs> All my food is in that Tupperware that I moved and it's like cookies and fruits. <laughs> 
my mom bought them for. I was just in Cincinnati. Thanks, mom, for the fruit snacks. I love you. It's way better when Chipotle makes it for you than when you have to make it yourself. Yeah. 100%. Today, I went grocery shopping for the whole week, and then we went out to dinner. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't don't know what that is. It's like, I don't want any of the food I just cooked or bought. <laughs> right. Yes. Let's, go, let's go get a sandwich. I've done somewhere. that. I'll buy stuff that takes like minimal prep. Like I'll buy a week's worth of cold cuts, you know, uh, and th- it'll be the morning going to work. It's like, oh, I got to go make that sandwich. I'll just go out to eat. Like, yeah. like, I'll, yeah. I'll, or I'll, I'll order Jimmy John's, which is just like shittier cold cuts when I could have just <laughs> taken five minutes to pack them. That's the, that's their slogan, right? Just shittier cold cuts. I could have just packed them and brought them to work, and I, and I don't. And then, like, uh, you know, come Friday, I did it, you know, one or no days, and it's starting to smell funky. And then I'm like, this is why I don't go grocery shopping. <laughs> I, I do go. I do go on a mean blitz. I'll go like three months of bringing salads to work, and like, I, that's my thing more than sandwiches these days. I'll do salads, just a bunch of veggies and nuts and fruits in a bowl. I can rock with that. All right. <laughs> no response to what you said. Yeah, cool. Dude, the, making a podcast is so dumb. Like, first of all, who's listening? What are you doing listening to this? But second of all, it's like. <laughs> I'm talking about my fruit salad, like hoping that like Matt or Will thinks like that's a really sick point. <laughs> like, <laughs> like totally, dude. Oh, I man, mean, I was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, I mean, like I don't like to eat salads, but like that's just the opinion of everyone. And then uh, I was kind of like, we also just need to, you know, move on to the next point. Yeah, yeah. man. So. Yeah, man. Hey, Mike, you <laughs> yeah, okay? Man. Get a swig of mustard water. I'm okay. I've been moving. I just moved. New environment. I'm naturally depressed when I move and stressed. Um, Late night, but we're doing we're doing a podcast. Everybody, thanks for listening. If you're here, at least you got mountains of clean sheets behind you. So, (laughs) so many pillowcases. Yeah, yeah, I do have a lot of pillowcases there. I just washed my sheets for the first time here. You should crack open a Coors Light. The mountains aren't blue anymore, but that's all right. They're still good. Well, I was so tired from moving yesterday. I just finished my bottle of Eagle Rare. I've just got like water now, but water is the best drink, everybody. Stay hydrated. Lies. Uh, Blame. Oh, I'm, like- I'm drinking Kentucky Tavern from a 1.5 liter <laughs> bottle right now. <laughs> what it's is a Kentucky plastic Tavern? bottle? Oh, God. Uh, you can buy 1.5 liters of Kentucky Tavern for like $19. Wait, is that the bourbon you brought to the bachelor party? Yeah. Oh, God. The one that we played King's Cup with? No, no, well, we were playing boom. Or oh, yeah, boom with it. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, that was so fun, Matt. Sorry to talk about it when Will's here, but that it's was okay. so fun, Matt. I did I, I actively chose not to come. Uh, AJ. At one point, my favorite part was when AJ said, "Matt." you should have brought your gun so you could use it on me because AJ got like <laughs> terribly ill and was just puking and budding like all, every hour budding. That was my verb for like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to say like diarrhea or pooping for some reason. I thought budding would sound better. Um, well, yeah. I walked into the bathroom and it smelled like bleach in the morning. <laughs> uh-huh. And then AJ tells me this tragic story about how he's pooping and then he needs to throw up. So he stands up <laughs> to throw up. And then he just poops on the floor. <laughs> and he like, this is at like 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. And I was like, oh my God, this bathroom is so clean. He's like, no, it's not. And, and this isn't, this is like, 
this is not from like this is he ate something too yeah he got, like he he got, got something he gnarly he it's like not from drinking bug. this is yeah this was not like a like oh i had so but, much to drink <laughs> and he also though you know maybe there's a connection here i have a picture of him sticking his arm like entirely into a toilet trying to find a smirnoff ice that he thought got lost down the toilet <laughs> yeah he was like what's the shape of the tubes in the wall after a toilet and i was like oh first off it doesn't go to a wall he's like is there any way that a smirnoff ice could go down there and we were just like yeah you definitely need to check for that which oh, is obviously not true no. so then he's like elbow deep in a toilet <laughs> looking oh for gosh. it we're like of course it's not there yeah. you idiot and then he ends up oh. shitting on the floor so yeah. The correlation uh, is too strong to ignore. Yes. He also threw me a Molotov cocktail, and I thought we entered into like the world's most fun game of hot potato. So I threw it back at him, and he just like smacked it in self-defense, and it shattered all over the floor. But, yeah. AJ, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. My, was it me? It's number yep. three. This is a personal one. We don't need to dwell on it long, but it's uh, the, the day that Jeff Kaplan uh, got online and announced for the video game Overwatch that they would be implementing role queue. Borski, do you play any Overwatch these days? No, I haven't played for years, honestly. But you get the gist. You got all these fun characters that bring their special thing to the mix, and you can create kind of like the thing you love about League of Legends, seemingly infinite combinations of, of team compositions with all these people coming together, and that's the fun is is, is uh interacting with these heroes that have unique abilities and seeing how they combine and uh in an effort to like prevent people from getting angry at people playing uh bad team compositions or whatever they they banned uh, or they they made it so you have to queue for a specific role tank dps or support and there's two damage two tank and two support on each team and i think that is just crippling castrating the creativity of the users and i'm sad about it but if you guys yeah. aren't into that game, we don't need to. I, I just it. hate in general when when any kind of game that's multiplayer like enforces a a meta. I hate mm-hmm. it because like agree. how because like what I think the interesting thing about games like that is when a meta develops and then like watching the meta evolve as people learn how to like beat the meta. And so it's like being, you know, two weeks or a month ahead of the meta is what makes you good not yeah. just being like a brain dead like sheep and so like when you enforce the sheepery of like you have to play this met this comp it's super annoying happened in yes. league i think it's super annoying mm-hmm. i like I, I hated when they buffed like the top lane towers in league yes, so that you could lane, lane swap, swap. like yes. i hate that i think like, they, yeah because I, I mean at so in the old days i don't know if you watched like adc and support bot like that's just something people came up with. Like it used to be people right. in whatever lanes all over the place. Well, they used to like duo mid and like yeah, the jungler yeah. used to like not really jungle. Like it was, yeah, like it all developed out of like optimization. And then once it got set, they basically set in stone, which is super annoying. Yeah. To me, the creative process of like figuring out that strategy in team comp is like just as interesting, if not more interesting than like executing well and perfecting your skill. Like, so yeah. I- uh, it's just a shame to me and it's just so frustrating being in a game where we like really need a, a certain tank hero but our person who locked into tank can't play that hero and i could play them but the game prevents me from selecting that hero because i'm the damage player now right and i think it's a, oh i it's, didn't realize they do that so you literally can't you can't, you can't yeah it's not like league. Role. 
Yeah, League, you can still pick a different role. Overwatch, it's like you only can pick these characters. It just feels so That's super oppressive. annoying. Yeah, I get that it's like good for players in that you can't just have people that make you rage quit because they play Torbjorn and only Torbjorn. Um, but it feels like it's bad for the overall competitive state of the game while it's like it, catering it, it to definitely players' is. feelings. Yeah. So yeah, that I that's that's a little lower on my list just because it's personal. Like I get I lose sleep when I remember that that's a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, Will thoughts on that? Huh? <laughs> All right, Will number two. What do you got for us, Matt? Is this what you felt like when we were talking about Little Women? Uh, pretty much. That's fair. I'm sweating. Um, have you guys played You're Angry greasing. Birds? <laughs> I like Angry Birds. Um, okay, let me pull it up. What, uh, this is my number two. Yeah. Um, first world tragedy. And, and man, I feel bad because I feel like I'm I'm edging on the side of uh, pet peeves. But I don't know why it took me so long to think of that. No, uh, that's fine. <laughs> hey, I, I figured that was a risk and I would still rather us not discuss this ahead of time and have these moments here. Okay, so this this popped up tonight in my life when I cooked food and then we went out to dinner. Um, Fresh. <laughs> I we, we went and sat down at a place we go at least twice a month. And we're sitting there, and we go and we sit down. It's seat yourself. We're hanging out. And after about four minutes, I'm like, wow, our server hasn't come yet. And then about another minute goes by, and our server walks in. And he walks around the room and doesn't see us and then leaves. And then this happens about three more times where he walks into the room that we are sitting in, and he leaves. And so I'm boiling with rage. And so I go up, I stand up, I go to the bar and I look at the guy. He's not our waiter. And I was like, Hey, can I get some menus? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. And then our guy comes. So basically I did his job for him. So first world tragedy is when you sit down at a restaurant and no one comes within the first seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there like an idiot. Like, what am I doing at this restaurant with, with nothing in front of me? I am paying customer. I come here to be served. If I wanted to sit around, I would just stay at home and eat a sandwich. I have food at home that I cooked. You just went grocery shopping. I just went grocery shopping. I have food that I could have cooked and eaten, eaten, ate. And I I go to your restaurant and I sit down. I want immediate service. You have a three to five minute window to come see me. And even if it is a, hey, I see you, I'm coming for you. You're going to give me a wink and a little finger gun. That's fine. Do not make me stand up and get a get a menu. I want a beer and me stat. I have never seen a waiter give me finger guns. You haven't had me as a waiter. I'd give okay. you I'd so many finger guns. Oh yeah, you were that guy's waiter. Did he tip you? He should have. I did. Yeah. I did half his job. I'm gonna also, go back and demand his his pay tonight. Guys, I'm the worst because like there's this is the one that's happened the most with where I'm like. I start thinking that's such a dumb thing to be upset about, Will. But like that's literally the point of what we're doing. <laughs> but imagine going to a restaurant and sitting down and it's not crowded and you just sit there for seven minutes. Yeah. And you're sitting there doing oh, nothing. Man. Yeah, with your like you just have to be in the presence of your beautiful wife Ugh. and like Ugh. your soulmate that you fa- <laughs> disgusting. Gross. No, I get it. That's that's uh frustrating. Uh yeah. You don't have no. I don't need your validation, bud. My my, my, my rage is is enough. 
<laughs> okay, the the second part of this is that he got our bill on time. That's fine. But if I'm done with my meal and I've been done for over ten to fifteen minutes, like take it away and give me my check. Right. They want you to get dessert, bro. It's a play. You got to ask them. They're trying to make that money. They're trying okay. to get that bread. I should not have to ask them anything. I know, but like I get it that and they're I, trying to I, make that bread. And I want it to be known that I worked at a pirate-themed laser tag where I worked kids' birthday <laughs> parties for three years. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. what the service industry is like. You got to work for them tips. You got to schmooze some moms. Hell yeah. I'm all about schmoozing moms. But yeah, you got to get that you gotta be chip. There. You got to be helpful. I don't I know. hear you. That's my thing. I know, I know, Mike, you don't agree with me because you're a quote-unquote good person. No, like, I agree you, with you're you. You're nice to people. No, 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 no. I don't need your pity. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm frustrated about it. I just thought it was funny. I was I was trying to dog on myself there when I started to think, yeah, that's not the end of the world, but like that's literally what a first world tragedy is. Yeah, so that was supposed to be I was silly for judging and you picked a great example. All right, that's lit, bro. That's chill. Dude, that's hype. lit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you yeet us into your number two, bro? <laughs> uh, my, my number two is super short. It's just really simple. It's just when your phone dies. Yeah. It just feels like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it literally so just different. feels like you, you feel helpless. You're like, what if I need to make a call? What if, I, what if someone's trying to text me? Mm-hmm. What if, like, what if Michael Marchegi is going to send me a text to want to hang out and I have four minutes to respond? Otherwise, he's I'm okay. dead to him. Well, that's I a mean, funny joke because he's never going to text you to hang out. Because he's literally never what I was about to, to say. He has yeah. never used his phone. America's to text most elusive anyone. man. Oh my <laughs> Pretty gosh! Much. That's but a very really wants joke. To, he really wants to get on the podcast. We'll see if he responds to the text, but he won't. Yeah. So <sighs> I also feel like. I was thinking about this the other day while I was driving. I was going somewhere new and I got so much anxiety just coursing through my veins about not having my phone on me. And like, mm-hmm. how would I figure out how to get somewhere if I didn't have my phone? Right. How do people do it? I mean, like, are you going to ask it? directions <laughs> or they're going to be like, go two streets down and take a left and then you'll pass this. And you're like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> like, I need an arrow telling me where to drive right in front of my damn face. Ooh, or a voice. I mean, we none of us had smartphones until college, right? So, like, we, right. were, we were driving Mine was for the a while. end of college, yeah. Yeah, like, I got mine, I think, my sophomore, junior year. In this, I remember, like, I went to a concert in high school once, and we had to, like, print off map directions. Oh, yeah. yes. I had a TomTom in my car in college. Like, I had just, like, a, a GPS. Right. Like Yeah, like a, a separate device. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Matt, what a re- barbaric age. Remember when we were a freshman in college and drove to Charleston? Yeah. We printed off those directions. I remember yeah. I went on mapquest.com and printed right. off those directions. And that I had to print crazy. off like like a, a packet of directions because we were going multiple places. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was ridiculous. How did anyone figure out where to eat? That's the other <laughs> oh, thing dude. is like when you get to it, like 80% for me of traveling is like eating and just like the, the like local cuisine. And like the, I don't look that up ahead of time. I like no. get there and get on Yelp and like, you know, jack around on my phone and find yeah. things or like if I look it up ahead of time, but like, what am I going to do? Like before I, I, I don't know. In, in, am I going to like plan? Like, no. So then like if your phone's dead, like I, I'll, I'll starve in the middle of a city. <laughs> I yep. could die in the middle of a grocery store if my phone was but dead. That's also, I, I, go ahead, Mike. I say I would too, because have I told you guys my rules for road trip eating? No. It's uh, 
on road trip. I'm sure they're very rational and normal and relatable. <laughs> I don't want to eat anywhere that Guy Fieri hasn't. Ooh, <laughs> dude. Those are my I rules for road trips, dude, baby. The mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> yeah. God, he's an... Sorry, Fieri. Fieri. Yeah, he is... I I think I started off like ironically liking that man, and now I think I'm in love with him. I, like, I'm the exact same way. I do, I do too. Dude, triple, triple D. D, triple G. Oh All right, my, my favorite part is triple G is when he starts it by like hiding his three, two, one, go in like a description of something, and people don't know that the clock started. I don't know how deep you are into Flavor Town if that resonates, <laughs> but. Uh, but like my mom and I watch so much Food Network and she's so frustrated when it's Triple D that's her least favorite but anytime Beat Bobby Flay comes on I go nuts I start screaming like we just we get really hyped for that one there's that like two seconds of black screen when one show ends and you don't know if it's gonna be like a good show like Chopped or Beat Bobby Flay next but when it shows it it's awesome what kind of terrorist isn't checking the info (laughs) right like the TV guy no no are you like adjusting your rabbit ears in between shows? No, too? that's like, what are you again. Doing? I, again, I want to touch the TV remote as little as possible. I just want to plug my laptop in and watch everything on there. But it's like become a fun game now, where I intentionally don't look ahead, so I can wait. And then it's black screen, and then cuts to Bobby Flay with his arms crossed, wearing some like Converse, and I start yelling, "Bobby Flay!" It's great. <laughs> and my mom's like asleep on the couch, and it wakes her up. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but back to phones dying and, and eating out and finding <laughs> finding places to eat. Um, and I know it's not my turn. I'm not going to say this, but like a huge pet peeve of mine is articles that are like millennials are killing chain restaurants. I'm like, good. My response yeah, to that seriously. is like, good. That's that's why Applebee's existed is because you'd go to a town and you had no idea where to eat. And you're like, oh, I'll go to a fucking Chili's, I guess. Because right. I know they've got Hell yeah. And, and like, I know that what they have is like, I know that they've got the same shit that every other yeah, one has. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope I hope chain restaurants all die. Like even if even if it's a um like even if it just means that they're all replaced by restaurants that make similar styles of food, like Totally. If every if every like uh burger joint, I'm trying to think of what's the one that's like it's not like burger if every King. Red Robin closed. <laughs> yeah. And was just replaced by another locally run burger place. It would be so much better because, like, then they would each have their own kind of like feel and style, and would like incorporate things about like the city. Like, I should be able to go to Red Robin and get a freaking like, or not Red Robin, whatever would replace it, and get like a <laughs> Skyline Chili covered cheeseburger. That like, is what I want at all times. And like, that's never going to happen at Red Robin because it's not going to fit the model. And like, I should be able to do that everywhere. Yep. Uh, PSA Skyline is piloting the Skyline Burger at the Gehanna restaurant up near me. Oh, so that's cool because uh, I don't know. Gold Star came out with that like three years ago. Eat a dick, I, Skyline, I, dude. Gold you Star cannot rules. be. I'm not a are fan you of actually, either. Are you actually telling me that you're a Gold Star truther? Gold Star they have, rules. They have I crinkly fries. You. They have crinkly fries where yeah. Skyline doesn't. But I, Who, I'm not a big fan. Uh, Gold Star. I would rather drink my own puke. What's yeah, last time this you, is what, why. Oh, never mind. I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> this is why we stick right. to the triple D list of restaurants. That's fair. When we're when we're looking for a place to go, that's Guy fair. Fieri knows. Uh, we got to move on to Mike's number two. Yeah, yeah geez. we got. Hey. Yeah, we got to get moving. We've been going for an hour. There's no way this is worse than rom coms, right? I don't know. This this is this is good. 
Um, Don't think about it too much. I won't. I've we've already been talking and thinking about it way too much. My number two is uh, let me explain it. But uh, the modern state of new media. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to elaborate. <laughs> the title gave so, me nothing. Gave you know, so I'm a big like I'm a big like new media guy. Like you said, I don't I don't watch t I don't have cable or TV. I'm I'm watching Twitch streams and YouTube videos and podcasts and stuff. And I feel like we've lost some of the magic. Like it's a bummer to me. Again, it's something that's not really important, but it's it's it feels kind of tragic to me to see that YouTube is not a bunch of idiots in their basement doing hilarious crude goofs. It's like a thousand Jimmy Fallon videos on the yeah. homepage and all these music videos, and even the people who feel more like OG creators, like that were once those dumb idiots in the basement hitting their nuts. Like now they're like, Oh, I got to watch my language. I got to, you know, do this and this. So the algorithm still thinks I'm okay to be put up front and I got to appease the sponsors. There's the adpocalypse. And I, it feels like as, as things become mainstream, like there's been a great renaissance of really good YouTube content that I like, but uh, it's kind of lost the magic of just being like, kids uploading home videos and then like i think there are other things kind of like this like facebook is now all moms and politics when it used to be like teenagers putting a bunch of dumb malware apps on their profile and stuff like that (laughs) and like instagram isn't like it's all people like like they're like worried about their portfolio and how how everything looks so much i like just a lot of that new media stuff's now all like I don't know. With mainstream, good stuff happens, but also a lot of a lot of stuff's a bummer. And I'm nostalgic for the old things. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing that annoys me about YouTube now is like, like you said, it's like a bunch of shows that are just using it as another way to push out the content they already create. Yep. Or like a lot of like new YouTube content creators are way more obsessed with like the look and feel. So like they'll make sure that they have like a good camera and all this like good sound equipment. But then the content is just terrible. And it's like, but well, because like they look good or they're like vlogging like Casey Neistat, but their life is boring or like whatever it is. It's like they've like latched on to like, like the magic of like these, no one would see these videos without YouTube is lost. And now it's like, everyone's just making like the same videos and like the same junk. Smash that follow. Yeah. That's why we're taking new media back to its roots. This is a shitty (laughs) podcast where we're breaking down live in front of you. It's just three dudes complaining for an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Michael has... He has zero confidence in himself right now, and it's hard to see. It's it's, it's at an all-time low. He's slowly deteriorating. Like, we're over here having fun, and Michael is just, he's just imagining the statistics out of the whatever API he's going to use. There are no statistics, guys. Literally, like, (laughs) this is all for fun, and I'm having a legitimate blast doing this with you all. I hope you're having fun listening. Write in List Wars Podcast. (laughs) Michael, Michael, I had a... I had a really good, I had a really great new media experience recently. Oh, what was it? Uh, where there was a, so, so like, I think one thing that's annoying about Twitch is that it feels like there are mega channels are like really popular, right? Like it's a lot of channels with huge viewer counts, like tens of thousands of viewers. Yeah. And then like, if you go into that same game, it's like, there's like three popular channels and the rest of them are just like channels that no one watches for obvious reasons like it's mediocre players not being 
engaging or whatever it's just people like blankly playing a game just and like they happen to turn a camera on and hit stream yeah uh but i had a buddy who i play world of warcraft with he's a teacher down in alabama and his students from his football team like basically said that he wasn't a man unless he could do a 24-hour stream and so he took (laughs) him up on it and so he did a 24-hour stream where he like beat all of dark souls and then switched over to like uh played like hero the storm some overwatch and then stardew valley with like a bunch of people from the guild and so like he ended up basically hovering around like 30 or 40 viewers for 24 hours because it was like his high school team and like people from the guild just like playing games with him and it was just it was just a fun thing where like i I ended up watching like a pretty significant amount about of it just like i had it on while i was doing chores around the house it was a it was like a refreshing like oh this is what's cool about the ability for anyone to create content is that literally anyone can do it and it can be fun for like a really small community of people. Yeah. I'm all like, we would like in college, we'd be doing our homework and somebody would be streaming Starcraft and we could pop it up and just watch each other stream. Like I, I love that it exists and, uh, that's, that's a cool fun one. Yeah. Well, uh, when a thousandth episode of list wars was, will be a 24 hour live stream. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, that would be amazing. That would it'll be, be incredible. like it'll be like top five colors or something like really <laughs> top one top one hundred colors. Oh. Top one hundred and five. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, that'd be fun. Number cool. ninety seven, desert khaki. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, so my favorite HTML for all you coders out there, HTML color code is papaya whip. Your browser, Google Chrome, recognizes that as a specific color. It's like tan. Okay, <laughs> it's like uh, tan. it's like tan. <laughs> well, what is the biggest gut busting, bone shattering, <laughs> bone shattering tragedy in your life? Um, calories. Wait, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> I, I want to hear you elaborate. Wait, but wait, on it, before but I'm you so elaborate, can you it? give me the definition of a calorie? Not off the top of my head. It's like I'll two BTU it. per foot. Isn't pound. it? No, the thing that you. Well, okay, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> the energy, like a, the energy needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water through one degree Celsius. Now, uh, now usually defined as four point one eight six eight joules. I. Dude, well, I wasn't going to nail the numbers, so I was going <laughs> to say that. Oh, it's four BTUs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's well, science boys over here. So I wasn't confident. You're right. I wasn't confident, guys. So calories. The idea of calories and the fact, and maybe this is the dumbest thing that anyone's ever said out loud. So no, I don't know. Great. I claim that watching you. sports was a party game, so... <laughs> Zach Zach Kosas wrote in. I don't know if you heard that response, Boris, but he uh, he gave you some shit. I actually stand by that one. Okay, so my number one, yeah, first world tragedy is calories. Is the discovery that food has calories in it and people count calories, mm-hmm. not not in like the, the 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 scientific definition, but that I have to actually think about these things on. Friday, I ate the majority of a frozen pizza, and as I was Bad done, in, in the olden days, I would be happy that my belly was full, and that I I wouldn't go sick from cholera or whatever. 
<laughs> I don't Scarlet think. fever. There you go. So, but back. now, but now I I'm addicted to looking at the back of things and seeing like, oh, this has this many calories, and I'm going to have to not eat six thousand calories in a meal. Right. And it's it's the fact that also if I look at a slice of bread, I gain weight. Um, right. That's another that's another issue that I have with my life. Uh, Mike had a slice of bread. Yeah, I just look I like, at this it. One, this one would pair really well with getting older. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a thing where if I say garlic bread, I also gain a pound. <laughs> um, I just have to utter those words. I just want to watch you on the webcam say that several times. and Some garlic bread. Watch oh. your body transfer. <laughs> oh my God, these chins, where are they coming from? So I, I literally have nothing else to elaborate on, but the fact that food has calories in it, maybe that's not even a first world tragedy. Maybe that's just me being an idiot and realizing things, but the fact that I can't just eat whatever I want and I don't get fat, it really, really upsets me. And I, I feel like that is a first world tragedy. If I tried to explain that to someone in a third world country, I'd get murdered. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, I think it's definitely a first world tragedy because like you think about basically the entire of, entirety of human existence until like you know, very recently, last couple of hundred years was we don't have enough food. Now the like number one health problem in the, in America is that we just can't stop eating food. Mm -hmm. Like we, there's just too much of it. I just want it though. That's the thing It's like, I just yeah, want it. it Why just, can't I have what I want? I am white and I'm American. I want it. Give me it. <laughs> Give oh, me it. God. I want a whole thing of cinnamon rolls. I want oh, all dude, eight of them. Uncooked. So good. Uncooked. Uncooked. Just shove it down my gullet. <laughs> raw roll it, baby. <laughs> dude, you know I'm a big raw roller. <laughs> oh God. I just yeah. and then I just like take two fingers and get all that get all that icing out and just <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. The visual uh, that went with that. Yeah. No no one else will know that but us. <laughs> uh that's all, right. all I got. Yeah, you yeah, go, man. No, I, well, I just, oh, are I, we done? I thought we were done. Yeah, I just I, it's it's hard for me to step in that. But I, I I know it's controversial. Oh, I'm skinny. I, oh. I'm I'm pro calorie. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm pro -calorie. You, I don't think Will's anti calorie. I'm not anti calorie. So I'm pro, I just no, I mean I'm saying most calories I can get for minimal money. What like you know I'm 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 team ice cream every day. I'm pro calorie. Yeah, you also weigh Wait, like 148 pounds. That's yeah. I, I'd love yeah around there a little more. But that's why I was just saying I, that's, I was I was struggling to enter that space. I didn't want to rain on your parade. Yeah, let the fat boys talk. Yeah, <laughs> no one here is fat. Uh, <laughs> what are you have talking you seen about? Me? <laughs> well, okay, I hung out with you last weekend, Matt. Maybe I forget what you look like. I don't think you're. I don't know. It's because where... I got a big chest. It it hides my hilariously large stomach. <laughs> but hey, you, well, you you guys are pregnant, so you're allowed to be. That's yeah. baby weight. Matt and I are both pregnant. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, who? Wait, what's happening? I would make that joke all the time when I lived with a pregnant woman. I'd say, "We're eating for three now." Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. I don't think Matt listened to the podcast, but will you tell him your favorite joke? Oh God, it came up organically at the bachelor party because Lewis was looking for climbing shoes. But <laughs> my favorite joke. Oh, sorry, anyone who has to hear this a second time is uh, whenever people ask me what size shoe I wear, I say men's or women's <laughs> like i just nah, if you guys I, could I see my face you would just see a blank stare 
<laughs> it's funny because they're like, why, why is he like aware of his women's shoe size? I don't know. Like, I it's like it. Matt's, Matt's a fascist. Don't you A fascist? <laughs> there is a uh, Mark Twain. There's a Mark Twain quote that literally is the antithesis of what we do. It's basically like, uh, when you explain a joke, you kill the humor. But it's it's a clever way to say that, and that is all we do on yes. this podcast. Yes. All right, Matt. What's what's worse than calories? Uh, I don't know. That's a pretty good one. My <laughs> my number one first world tragedy that triggers me more than anything else in the world is uh. Not no internet, but slow internet. Mm, because like God. slow internet, like when you're in the hotel and you like hop on the guest Wi-Fi to check your email or something. Like if you're like traveling and have to whip out like your work laptop or something. Like the hope is there because you're connected to a source that should get you to the internet. But you know that it's not getting you to the internet that you want. It's getting you to the internet of like 1992 and you're like, <laughs> fuck it, I'll go to E-bombs world or something. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't I literally have no idea what I could do on this internet. Like, and like, and then like you like open like a picture or something and it actually loads like line by line, like you're on AOL again. And it's like, what the hell? So yeah, just slow internet. It makes me so angry. My rule of thumb is never join guest Wi-Fi ever. Yeah, if it bad. says, if it says guest in front of it, you know, it's trash. Mm-hmm. Well, well also, see, here's the thing that I had to do, though. So, like, in the hotel that I usually stay in in Victorville, there is one corner of the hotel that just gets no cell service. So, like, I can't hotspot. I can't do anything. I just, I'm just subjected to whatever the hotel Wi-Fi may be for that day, and it's a nightmare. Um, the, Like, first of all, retweet. This issue is... I'm waving at Ann right now, but you can't see me. Oh, hey, Ann... Will's hi. wife. Oh, hey, tell her to get a new pillowcase for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so not having internet is like my nightmare. We had we had our internet go out for like a week. Um, Boris, you and I were trying to record a podcast and we couldn't. And I felt like I was living in the dark ages and I wanted to die, which is a really big first world problem. If this was like pet peeves, my number one might be lack of internet or slow internet, uh, like you said. But my, like, first priority is when thinking about where to live, like, top of the list is internet speed connection. I would live in a cardboard box if I could have Google Fiber. And then it's, like, you know, the location and the people and elongated toilet seats and, like, commute and stuff like that. Um, Right. But, uh, yeah, I I agree. There's something frustrating about the promise of internet that performs very poorly. And also PSA to the guest Wi-Fi stuff. Y'all should never connect to public Wi-Fi that's not password protected. And if you do, you should use a VPN. I'm a big VPN guy. Yeah. My mom knows that. (laughs) Wait, what? Your mom knows that I'm a VPN guy? No, no, no. (laughs) She knows to never connect to unsecured Wi-Fi. Saying, tell your parents these things. We should all be telling our parents how much the internet is just going to cut them to pieces and leave them in a gutter to die. Everyone is lying or stealing from you, and you should assume that until you've proven otherwise. My dad the other day said that I was talking something about like data. I was like, you know, if you do that, they're just taking your data. And he's like, everyone already has my data. It doesn't matter. It's like, oh, it's like, all right. You're like, we're not he, talking about like your birthday. No, he's no, like, he, he's like, I'll he's put my social wrong. security card. He's like, they already know it. He's not wrong. I like, you should not put anything on the internet that like you're not okay with anybody in the entire world seeing. 
the, my, uh, the assumption is everyone can get it. My Instagram description is just my social. That's <laughs> hard flex, bro. Number. Dude, you're like that one uh, life lock or whatever. What, what's that? What was that insurance where yeah. the guy would like take out billboards of the social to try and prove like oh, how much yeah. you needed his like yeah, life, not life alert, but <laughs> life, lock. life right. lock or something like that. The Chris Angel of the identity world. Mind freak. <laughs> yeah. Dude, next 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 podcast top five street magicians. Yeah. Top five. Actually, no. Never mind. Can top you name five more Chris than Angel tricks. Yeah. No. Chris Angel tricks. Top five David Blaine tricks, but you can also <laughs> include the YouTube parodies. Right. <laughs> those will be all of them. All of them for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Those were great. Speaking of uh, Mike, YouTube. round us out with your number one. Number one. This was the first thing that I thought of when I thought of a first world track. This truly is a, this is a crime against humanity. We should have been rioting in the streets. There should be protests in, in countries. There. This is... I will not stand for it. And that is Steve Carell not winning an Emmy for his performance as mm. Michael Scott. That's he fair. was nominated six years in a row from uh, 2006 to 2011. And when he did not win in the last year, Wayne, Rain Wilson tweeted, the world of TV should be ashamed of itself that Steve Carell never won an Emmy for Michael Gary Scott. Good night. And you are right, Rain Wilson. Yeah. I just, he's so good. And that's so sad. He was incredible. Yeah, you're right. Also, to, to get nominated yeah. for the same guy for the same perfect execution. Like five, five years in a row or whatever. Yeah, that's brutal. And I feel like now, in the, not that I don't watch the Emmys at all, but it feels like every everyone who like their last season of a show not everyone a lot of times in like the last season of someone's show they'll just get the emmy no matter what like john ham yeah. one for mad men uh kyle chandler one for friday night lights in the last season i don't know why they didn't it do seems that for like Steve. it's more of like an acknowledgement of a body of work rather than did you were you the best this year yeah yeah which is a real shame that that didn't happen for steve carell because like obviously he would have gotten one if that paradigm had been in place yep yeah and yeah i this was the first year i watched the oscars i had a blast talking with will and the boys about little women and laura dern but I'll, i'm gonna watch the emmys from now on they were more fun than i expected also in that same line of thought as you say Endgame. how where you at in the oscars but we we talked enough about Endgame. Endgame is a terrible movie. Um, okay. Let's not, let's we can't not do stop. It. We, we can't, can't stop. It. Yeah, let's just talk about, you know. First world tragedy. I'm changing mine. First world tragedy, Endgame. So I, if, if we didn't just talk for like a half hour about Endgame last episode, I probably would have put Endgame not getting best picture on my list. Wow. Uh, but that's that's okay. We don't need to do that. I didn't want to just do a bunch of like media and yeah like, i was thinking like firefly getting canceled things like that x-men uh, origins yeah. wolverine um yeah that's a bad but, one so this, okay. is, this is i was say that's just that's just a whole nother top five of expectations that were not met by tv <laughs> yeah. another that this is this is this stick with me with this one guys this is gonna sound okay. really bad um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it was originally on my list. We can go into ranking the top of after this. Uh, just Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, 
That's a real tragedy, though. But I thought like, of stuff like that. But that's not like a first world tragedy. Yeah, that's an a, actual tragedy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Like, I was thinking of like Jake Lloyd. Like if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna be like 9/11, and like no one wants to do that podcast. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, we're not gonna do like top five rapists. People who were canceled, though. That's that's People like who I mean, it, it's it's tragic, but for good. You know, it's yeah, like he tragedy. is pure scum and deserves to probably like die, but I <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> but like, <laughs> I just wish he was still making TV shows. Yeah, it's like I don't know. The first season of House of Cards was incredible. Like American Beauty is a great movie, and it's like I watch it. Like Baby Driver is incredible. I'm like, uh... I love Baby Driver. I mean, there's uh, Kevin Spacey was in two thousand things. You don't need to whatever seven. Yeah. Oh, he's so good in seven. But I watch seven. it. And I'm like, man, that Scary. dude sucks. I don't know. I really like 2017 movies. Speaking of Baby Driver, I know you're a 2016 guy. I liked Hell or High Water. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, good. Oh, that's a great movie. I got a couple others on my list from you and Alec, but that was great. It was like, I don't know if it counts as a Western, but. No, but it's got that Western feel. It's a heist modern Western vibe. Yeah. Yep. Loved it. All right, do we want to do some work here, guys? What, how guess. the hell do we compare I, this? Stuff? I have no idea how we're gonna rank these. <laughs> oh, I like some not, of yours. I, I'll, <laughs> I like some of yours. Similar. I like Movie Pass a lot. Um, <laughs> I would. Uh, Matt's <laughs> Movie Pass. Matt's. I'm gonna put Matt's number three at number three. Is if I'm going first, nothing to eat inside your home i think that that is a huge first world tragedy that i go grocery shopping every week and i never want anything i've ever bought and that i am the king of buying like spinach and never eating it oh dude oh they also sell spinach in such ridiculous quantities it's like i want like one salad worth of spinach not a freaking bathtub of spinach yep baxter and i solved this we invented this thing in college called a health blast and it's every time you go to make a sandwich with and you're putting some spinach on it you shove a whole handful of it into your mouth and yell health blast. And so like <laughs> every time since whenever I'm making a sandwich or salad for my roommates, like I, I do this with my roommates. Now I would be like making a sandwich, make anyone want a health blast. And sometimes Danny would be on the couch and be like, okay. And I'd run over. And the thing is I have to put it in your mouth. So like he'd open his mouth and I just shove a handful of spinach in his mouth. If you ever shove a handful of spinach in my mouth, we're throwing hands. <laughs> but, Hey, but no, that solves the problem because then the box runs out like at the right time before it goes bad. Like when you're done making your sandwiches, you're out of spinach. It's it solved the problem for us. You just got to eat a little extra every time. <laughs> Health blast. It's like Health a Jimmy blast? Neutron. <laughs> we would also yell desk pop whenever Baxter would be in his room playing League of Legends. I'd be in my room and we both had our vitamins on our desk. And I, we'd be like, you take any vitamins today? He'd be like, not yet. And I'd yell desk pop and we take vitamins at our desk and we call it a <laughs> desk the lamest pop. thing i've ever heard <laughs> uh, all right i'll okay. write it in i'll write it and in can i ask you guys a question if you were gonna think more like historical event tragedy did any, do it does anything jump out i know that's kind of on the fly are you asking us to rank tragedies no no like i'm like first world tragedy still but like with the frame that it's like less of a general pet peeve and more of a like this time Steve Carell didn't get nominated. That was or a like tragedy. MLB's steroid era. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. I'd, I'd be curious to hear if anything came yeah, to I mind. Mean, honestly, the Astros cheating sucked. Yeah, that was. Bad. I know. Yeah. I, I thought about I that. Say, I just I, number two would probably be the Astros cheating. Number one would be how little the commissioner seems to care. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Put Pete in the hall. The baseball than me. That's what I say. Yeah, Dude, I, I yeah, wrote that Pete down Rose on my list. Pete Rose not in the Hall of Fame. That is a, that's a, a real first world tragedy. I had yeah. Pete Rose. I had John Scott. I brought that up in our Sports Heroes episode. If you, my favorite podcast episode that came out last year was called The Punchline by Radiolab. Incredible hockey story. I don't know anything about hockey or care about it, but he, he got like forced out of the league in this terrible but also awesome story. Okay. Matt, if you had to put something on the list, what would you put? I would put new media at number four, or like the downfall or the degradation and qual or the the loss of its roots. That's what it really is of new media at number four. Because I had I'd never I, I didn't even think about that, but now ever since you've mentioned it, I'm just I'm just thinking of how disappointed I've been by my YouTube experience lately. Hmm. It, there really is some high quality stuff, but it's it's the magic that isn't there. We for we me. just need like a billion. We just need so many more new channels that are like the backyard scientist. Have you guys ever watched him? No. He's literally just like a kid who started a channel like five years ago as like a weird high schooler. Like it really seems like he went to a Corey Larison like high school physics class, saw a demonstration and then made an entire YouTube channel out of random like chemical explosion videos and like him doing weird stuff in his backyard. And it's not science at all, but he'll just like make a flamethrower out of nothing. Like, and he's so nerdy and so funny about it that it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's just pure. Like, it's not like this, like highly sponsored thing. I am subscribed now. One that you could tie on to the downfall of new media and stuff like that is the fact that since they, since YouTube so drastically decreased ad revenue, now all these YouTubers are just putting ads of them talking about products in the middle of their video it's so annoying yeah because then the ad block doesn't really save you no i will say though the funniest i've ever laughed at a podcast was an ad read on my brother my brother and me i'll I'll link you guys after sometimes they make it their own and it's pretty funny uh but youtube channels would be a good topic for the future so matt where where do you want to put that one for you to type it in or you want me to okay I don't want to type. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, like chords all over my keyboard. And if I type, then all you hear is like this, like loud booming through my microphone. It's a whole thing. Typing's for cavemen. Um, okay. I'll, I'll just Chromecast it on there. Yeah. <laughs> we did, Hey, also speaking of YouTube, real recognize real. Actually, well, I'm not real enough to recognize his real, but uh, PewDiePie, get on him. Still grinding. I've never watched a single one of his videos. No, me neither. So, I mean, he's clearly like got millions and millions and like a whole anybody he wants to help him now. But like he just took his first break in 10 years and he was doing daily uploads of him in his room talking or doing dumb meme stuff. Like it felt more uh, to the core of what YouTube was to me. A guy being a goofball every day. Okay. Like I, I think this is this is my last thing on the YouTube thing. The evolution of Dude Perfect is everything that's wrong with agreed. Like big YouTube is like the first Dude Perfect videos that came out. They were so awesome, and now they're the worst videos to ever be created. Huh? I haven't seen his recent stuff, but I'll I'll look that up after. They're literally terrible. Trash. It's just them like selling a new Nerf ball and trying to get you to install their Android game, and then (laughs) like they do. Yeah, yeah like and that. then they do like a completely meaningless challenge with some product that some company paid them to use mm. and they don't even do like cool things. It's just, it's terrible. 
Yeah, because I mean, and it it's great that it's a way to make money now, but the real best part of it was when people were just doing it for fun because you weren't making money on YouTube. Yep, exactly. That was awesome. Okay, uh, I love how after we argued so much last week, and Will told me to eat multiple dicks. Uh, now we're all now we're all <laughs> picking things from each other's list. We're really rallying. Sorry, Adam Sadak, if there's not enough fighting for you, but I'm gonna. Yeah, Adam, eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. Adam, eat a dick. Dude, who's hey, this? I don't know. Uh, my friend Adam from work. Happy birthday to his daughter, Emily, who just turned two. Tell your dad to eat a dick. <laughs> uh, okay. So in, in light of this, uh, you know, what's it called? Shangri-La that we've got going on here. I'm going to put Will. I'm going to put That Movie can't Pass. be the right word. There's no way that's the right word. Shangri-La? Isn't that like the... I'm pretty sure know. that's a city. No, it's not a city. It's like a. It's the peaceful Shangri-La. It's Shangri-La a fictional is, place. Is, is, yeah, it's a fictional place with a mysterious, harmonious valley, gently guided from Lamas area, enclosed in the western end of the Kulan Mountains. It's like all peaceful and everybody's friendly and nice and. Whatever. Okay. 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 That's us. But I'm gonna put Movie Pass at number five. I, there's yeah, also dude. good ones higher than that on your list, uh, but or just in on Matt's. But I liked remembering that movie pass existed and how much I want it to exist now when you brought that up. Yep. Man, I, I think honestly the game of Thrones finale for me hurt. I didn't, you guys were just talking the whole time. I didn't really have anything else to add, but like that was years of, well, okay. So that's the thing is that I actually just crushed game of Thrones in like a year. Right. I thought fan. you didn't watch it, which well, yeah. is why I I didn't yeah. feel bad about no. not letting you talk there. Sorry. No, no, no it's fine. I, I didn't feel like I need to say anything. Um, I so I don't feel the pain that most people felt of like nine years of watching a show that turned into garbage. I right. mine was only like ten months of it. I waited maybe like three months. So it's still like ninety hours though. Yeah. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. so many hours, and then also the, not even just the hours, the amount of time you talk about it. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, I, like I, so many conversations yep. and everything. And it's like when all, you have all these speculations on what you think is going to happen and then nothing yeah. happens what you think it is. And not even in a good way of like, oh, they totally surprised me. I had no idea. Like, no, it was just trash. Um, yeah, because so like the, the thing that made Game of Thrones great was the subversion of your expectations. It was like, yeah, like there was big surprises like the Red Wedding. Yeah. Right. But there was like a ton of things along the way where you expected one thing to happen. And then like it was something that was obvious after it happened but like yeah and then never saw it coming yeah totally. and then season eight felt like they just literally got out a hammer and hit you over the head with the dumbest script of all time yep so i would put that at my number two i'm all on board with that i'd put that for number two it's but for for me if we're talking media tragic the the i feel worse for steve carell than i do for us as a nation Dude, he's a he's a millionaire. Yeah, I don't care about I'm Steve Carell and his lack and his <laughs> lack poor. of a and a, his lack of a trophy somewhere yeah. for a show that he made millions on. The fourteen dollars okay. a month I was paying, or whatever, the twelve dollars a month I was paying Touché. for HBO is worth more to me than an Emmy to Steve Carell. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I guess that's fair. Yeah, I I can acquiesce. What about? Would you put Steve Carell on in front of uh, one of those other things? No. Not you don't care about. It? Okay. <laughs> Tight. 
type. You know? Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. No, I just to me like it, it's sad that that happened. But like, I guess when I think of these things, these are things that like ruin my first world life. And the fact that Steve Carell doesn't have an extra piece of metal sitting in his huge house just <laughs> has no impact on me. Yeah, and I get that. That's like that's that stems from how we interpreted the prompt differently. But that is the nature of this podcast. So I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay, so you're gonna put that where then? Number two. Number two. All right. Um, Borsk, what are you what are you thinking for our last spot? I know which one jumps out to me, and it might be your number one. I don't know if that needs to be our number one. I mean, slow internet to me is still the worst. But I just was re rereading the list, and I was just thinking about how badly I don't want to wake up in my bed covered in sweat <laughs> and i'm just so stressed out right now even thinking about that happening that i'm like sweating sitting in my chair but hey. that's just that's just where my mind is i'm not trying to put that number one i i honestly don't know all right so you I'll wake pa- up I'll pa- sweaty I'll, pa- I'll, pa- I'll pass my turn okay How about that? But, but you wake up sweaty you take off your sweaty clothes and you throw them out but i don't sleep in clothes okay Ew. well if you were in clothes you take <laughs> off your sweaty clothes and you throw them out you know, in the laundry, I would throw then them you, out, and then you would <laughs> want to Mike is burn down your house. That's a first world tragedy for Mike. He thinks that he has to throw away his clothes every time they get dirty. No, I was gonna, I was just gonna bring it back to that. It's logical then, if you're sweaty, that you would want to change your pillowcase, like you change your clothes when you're sweaty. You yeah, but I don't sweat out of my head. What? Yes, you do. Are you? What are you, an alien? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, okay, I do, but like that's not the majority of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All I right. drool out of my head way more than I sweat. All right. Uh, I I would put slow internet on the list if I'm kind of leaning into your pet peeve first world problem inter- interpretation of this, and it doesn't need to be at the top, but it. I would it say might have been my movie pass. I think, I think movie pass is funny, but it didn't really affect that many people. Um, I would say but I I don't think it has to. I like that that's like an event. I like how that diversifies our list. Well, but and then like I could say like okay, the first world tragedy to me is that I like tore my shoulder skiing like an idiot. But like that didn't affect anyone but me. But man, does that suck for my like sure. rich rich life that I was doing this like <laughs> rich sk- person hobby yeah, and then had skiing. to go get a surgery. <laughs> yeah, like. Like that's a huge first world tragedy. Like, oh, I got hurt doing my hobby, and then I had to have a surgery to repair me to do more hobbies. <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right, what what do you want to do to the list with removing Movie Pass, and where do you want slow internet to be? I'd like slow internet on here. Honestly, I I am more enraged by slow internet than anything on this list. Um, I agree. There's so many times. There's so many times. Yeah, you can put it number one. There's so many times at work. Where if the internet is slow, like people oh, actually start screaming. Yeah, like like there are dude. people who are like, "Is everyone's internet slow?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, is, "Is the internet working?" Is anyone else having problems oh. with the fucking Wi-Fi in this place? <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of screaming at work, um, so naturally I like ranking things, and the first questions I ask people like are like favorite movies and whatnot. And there's a newer guy on our team, Nabil, who's like a little older and uh, he ha- hasn't worked with us. We've all been working together for a couple of years. And at some point I ask him his favorite movie and he says, I really like comedies. Do you know 
blue streak. No. And I like, yeah, yes. I was like, I got to tell Will about this. That's incredible. Uh, it was so exciting because like, who would that be their favorite movie? That's so, uh, besides you yeah. and this man, Nabil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That is funny. Uh, but yeah, slow oh. internet. People, we we got an email from work of a like the analogy in the email was kind of like a highway this is like if you use all the lanes it'll still go slow and it was like he inserted a jpeg of a traffic jam our <laughs> it guy trying to tell us to not like to not be watching like high res videos or downloading things and like it's we need to use a lot of internet to spin up virtual machines and do yeah. all this stuff at work and it was very frustrating ah <sighs> So, but what did you want? You said you wanted to get Movie Pass out. Do you, well, I like no, this we as don't, it is, but we what, don't do you, have to, what do you yeah. like more? Um, these are all good things. Mustard water. That's mustard gold, water is infuriating. That just <laughs> grosses gold. me out. It's not even just mustard. It's just like any condiment water. <laughs> it's but, anything yeah, that comes in a bottle. Yeah, but I would say that it doesn't really happen with ranch. Oh, ranch itself is gross. Okay, Mike, I, you know what no, I'm going to say to you. Stop. You know, you know what I want to say, but I've been saying it <laughs> too much. You? What do you want to? Oh, I know what you want to say. Hey, tell me to eat some ranch because that's honestly worse. I would, I would take the dick. Uh, so I feel like there's something about ranch that doesn't like disassociate, like, and then yeah. make water sit on top of it. Well, it's a, you know, like sour cream does that too. Like, oh, I hate that, dude. Like I don't like any of the white ma- stuff. I will throw sour cream out after like two days if I find that pool of water sitting on top of it. I know what's underneath it is good. Yep. And if I just stir it up, like it'd be fine. But I get so like you just look at it, you're like, Ugh. yep. What is that? I water? never, I never have any of these things because they already gross me out. So like you've added a new layer of fear. Me imagining just like the water. Well, you've the also ranch water. you've never like that's the thing is you don't try things. I try a lot. Like. I used to be very picky. You did. I, and I, I, I've branched out. Now I'll eat pretty much anything, but there are like, uh, it's like white and creamy stuff, except for ice cream, which is my favorite food. But yeah. I don't like like milk or mayo or ranch or sour cream. Your mom used to peel your apples. Yeah. What? Thanks, mom. <laughs> she was great. So would my grandpa. Who RIP. looks at an he, apple he was and is better like, than you my know mom. what? The inside's probably great, but fuck that skin. Get that off of there. <laughs> what do you mean? It is so like it's a delicacy. <laughs> thin, thin, delicate slices. Try it out, people. <laughs> How did we get here? I don't oh, know. mustard water. Mustard, yeah, mustard now water. I'm just thinking of like gross foods, like things I don't want to eat. Well, it's not things that you don't want to eat. It's things that you do want to eat that can take a bad form. Yes. Tuna smell is a pet peeve. I don't like. Oh, tuna tuna smells horrible. Dude, freaking Jawspot used to make this like tuna salad, and then he would, but he would like make it in bulk at the beginning of the week, and so Uh. he would literally make like five pounds of tuna salad, and then he would spread it on cinnamon raisin bagels. And I was like, oh. I literally can't think of a worse combo of fish and like cinnamon and raisins. Like, oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. Dude, when I used to make my mom breakfast in bed for like Mother's Day as a kid, I would put chocolate chips and rainbow sprinkles on a piece of white bread and I would put it in the microwave for 30 seconds <laughs> and then I would fold it on Did top of each other and, and I'd bring it to her in bed and she'd eat it because she was a good mom. But also <laughs> low key, that was my favorite breakfast. I would beg to be able to make it and my mom wouldn't let me make it very often. Just special occasions. You fold the bread so it's just like ch- a melted chocolate and rainbow sprinkles inside a single piece of bread and then you bite the middle part where the fold is and it's just chocolate leaks out. <laughs> You literally sound like Buddy the Elf right now. <laughs> it's so good. 
Sprinkle bread. All right, dude, okay. does anyone have any edits to this? It's, it's getting real bread. late. It's getting real yeah. late. I mean, it's great. It's, it's we awesome. We better not have a game to play after no, this. No, so I was, I was, well, okay. We've I don't been have talking one. for two hours. I don't have one because I, you know, I'm tired and moving, whatever, but the people have been clamoring for a game. So next week, Borsk, I think you'll, you're on the next one with Joey. We are definitely doing a game. I have a good one already made. Which, uh, uh, which, which one is that? Video game weapons? Yes, video game yeah. weapons. Um, but this was the game that I came up with in my notes, and it would have been the worst. I had to, I couldn't, I had to find a new one. It's called Tragedy Badgedy, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a game where I give you two real tragedies, and you have to tell me which one had more deaths. <laughs> But, oh but you have to deliver the answer in the form of a rhyme. <laughs> like, oh like, like, man, I hope they all went to heaven, but more people died in 9-11. Oh, <laughs> Michael. You did no. not just say no. that. So now I make it as a, an out, but like, if I would have oh. delivered that deadpan just to see your reactions. Because, okay, back to Michael Scott. Like, I'm a big laughs are cheap, go for gaps guy. The funny thing isn't that people died or, like, whatever dumb thing that you say that's inappropriate. The funny thing is that, like, you're in a character who who thinks it's okay to say that or yeah, be funny. No, kind of like Michael you. Scott. So if I would have delivered that deadpan, like, straight up, like, you know, tell me who died more in, you know, the this shooting or this earthquake, like... That's the joke, not that people died. I, Correct. It's a yeah, fine line that I, I, I won't be able to explain it without sounding like a bad man or whatever. But Look, Mike, just... we don't think you're a bad person. We just think it's a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Tragedy Badgedy. <laughs> I would just love to see you guys try to think of rhymes with these. Uh, almost as good as my Uncut Gems game that we never did. But okay, uh, we'll get a game for you next week, folks. I think we have just like... Settled into this list yeah. quite comfortably. Yeah. Uh, let me run it down for you. Tiredness. Greatest episode ever. Number five is the collapse and absence of movie pass. These are your first world tragedies, by the way. Um, number four is the modern state of new media. Number three is when you got nothing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> What is this delivery? Uh, number two is the Game of Thrones finale, particularly season seven and season eight, but the whole series wrap. And number one is slow internet. Thankfully, we had internet tonight to make this podcast. This podcast brought to you by internet. Thank you, Al Gore. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by internet. <laughs> the World Wide Web. Yeah. Also, shout out to time.gov that just got an update. We use this terrible, well, no, great site to sync our, our mics every week. And it has looked like something from the 1990s until this week. And it got a whole UI rework. Go to time.gov. Honestly, this website makes me really angry because it's just who in the government thought that that website actually needed to be updated and spent <laughs> my tax dollars making this happen? Uh, probably Al Gore again. We should do top five taxpayer dollar wastes. I would do something. We shouldn't, that. We, shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. No, I mean, if we've learned anything, it's getting weird. Produces great content. Uh, write in with episode suggestions, with games, with whatever you want. Podcast at gmail.com. Kate, write us 10 more points. We'll go through them. Uh, I, I had legitimately so much fun. It might not have been as fun for people listening, but that email made me so happy. 
Uh, as did recording this podcast with you two. Thanks for doing it. Do you have any anything else to say to our friends out there? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all sorry. We're going to all go take shots of mustard water. We love oh. you so much. I am so surprised you're listening to this podcast for this long. But thanks. It's been fun. We'll have you another one soon. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Dude, life is just dumb goth art. That's oh so God. true. Preach, preach. Who, uh, Borsk, were you ever a goth? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that would be, I mean, I could see you, I could see you going like lip piercing.